Hello, my name is Bralador, and this is Plainly Speaking with Baggy and Bralador, and this is episode 17. We are on the third part of a series we just begun, Who Do You Say I Am? In this series, we're exploring who Jesus is, and we're going right to the beginning. It has been an exciting journey so far, and we'd like to encourage you, in case you're just hopping in on this episode, that you should go back and listen to the last two episodes to give you a background for the conversation that we have been having. In this episode, we discuss the hope of the Jews. Indeed, what was the hope of the Jews in the Messiah? This is the profile of who Jesus Christ came to fulfill. And we discuss this in this episode. Remember, if you have questions, you can send them to plainlyspeaking22 at gmail.com and we would love to hear from you and also answer your questions in the coming episodes. Well, let's dive right in to episode 17 of the three-part series part three of who do you say i am god bless you so there's something about the christ yeah that that literally in scriptures meant to the jews that that is the son of the living god okay you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it's quite amazing that that whoever this Christ is, he had to be just the way they say the Christ had to be the son of David. Yeah. Yeah, you could not say that the Christ is the son of Aaron. You could not say that. Yeah, you could not say that, yeah. So there was a sense in which the Christ, yeah, you could you couldn't say that. And why was that the case? Um Abraham could not have assumed that this Christ would have been the son of David. Abraham did not know a David. Yeah, I know. As a matter of fact, when Abraham was was beholding Moses, David in many years after, you know. Paul was wondering, who is this young man <laughs> that came out of my loins? Who is this amazing that God will promise that this promised seed yeah. would also come through him? You know, and um, so, so he kind of just travels deeper. But, but there's somewhere down the scriptures where the identity of this Christ was wrapped up with Yahweh in such a way where the Jews beheld this Christ as the son of Yahweh. Yeah. Yeah, you could always, I, I, I can always, I think this might not be the earliest rendering, but it's one of the ones where I find it. When God was talking to to to, to David in um, 2 Samuel 7, yeah. verse 14 downwards, and then God says, "Oh, uh, but it's not you that will build the temple, but your son, son. will build the temple, and I will be to him a father, and he will be my son. Wow. And then David is talking about him in Psalm 2, this anointed one, and says of this anointed one that God had said to him, You are my son. This day have I begotten you. And so his the identity of this son was wrapped up in that he will be the son of Yahweh. Yeah. And so when he says, You are the Christ, it is because the Christ is the son of the living God. God. That's why when and Paul began his ministry in Acts chapter 9. You see that he went around persuading the Jews that Jesus, Jesus is the Son, of, son God. of God. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Because the identity of the Son of God is wrapped up. Is wrapped the, up. The, whoever is the Son of God is the is, Christ. Is the Christ. The Messiah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the Messiah. Yes, the anointed one. But that identity came out. The that that idea came out somewhere in the middle. In the journey of our in the, the Jewish journey somewhere 1010 10, 10 BC, 
around David's era was yeah. when the identity was wrapped up in him. That whoever this person is, he will be the son of Yahweh. Somehow. Um, he might be the son of Yahweh. We thought they initially thought he would be the son of Yahweh by decree. That was the sense in which he thought he would be the son of Yahweh by decree. That this day have I begotten you. But it's not simply a decree thing. There was something about his coming into existence that was that, that was Yahweh was directly involved. Like there was no human element in this. And so Isaiah, many years after David, this is close to about 800 years after David, would say, um, and a virgin will give birth to a child and you shall call his name Emmanuel, God with us. And the question then is, if a virgin gives birth to a child, who, what life is flowing in that child? One child, yeah. You know, and then he says, no, this is God with us. This is not, this is not one of us. This is God giving birth to by a virgin who is now with us. It's, it's amazing. You know, but it's always easy to reduce the scriptures to the place where we can take it. Yeah. You know, and we never leave the scriptures where we can wrestle with it. And that's the reason why we never go into the, we do not, we do not behold that which is unsearchable about the riches of Christ. And so these are really just basic questions. So why did they assume that the Christ had to be the son of the living God? But we're not even answering that one today. Yeah, yeah. So what, today we're just going back to the beginning. Since it's just, we're just talking. It's plainly yeah. speaking. That's what, yeah. that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so we'll just go back to Genesis. And because something Paul said where we wound up, wound up on the last podcast. Yeah. In, um, I think that was Acts 24, when he was speaking to Agrippa, Agrippa and Felix. Felix, yeah. And Felix, or first of all, I think... I, I mix up I think, their names. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Which of them? I think it's I think it's I, th- I think it's Festus. He met Felix he first. Then Felix took him to okay no. Okay, no. Maybe we'll just check. No. Felix. So you check Felix. that in you see we see that in twenty four verse fourteen downwards. So this is what he says. But I confess to you that according to the way which they call the sect, so I worship the God of my fathers believing all the things which were written in the law and in the prophets believing all of them yeah says i have hope in god which they themselves also accept that's the jews that came to accuse him yeah. that there actually will be a resurrection of the dead he said both of the just and of the unjust this being so i myself always strive to have a conscience without offense towards god and man you know and so so, so you see that the Jewish hope had there was yeah. something in the Jewish yeah. hope about resurrection, that ha- yeah, about the resurrection, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. resurrection. But I do the, not think that. that well, I, 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 I mean, think I was, I was reading. Um, I can't remember what I was reading. Today, but I know I was reading something today, where he says the Jewish hope for resurrection, they were expecting it at the end, on judgment. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We can even go to there. We can go there clearly. Go to Daniel chapter twelve. You see, that's that's what it was. Okay. It was most expressly stated. Daniel chapter twelve. You go Daniel chapter twelve. You see the Jewish hope, and Jesus reiterated this point in John chapter five, okay. when he talked about um, the days that come when the, the dead will hear the voice of the Son of Man and rise. Okay. And even when Martha believed he was Christ, Martha said, "I know that in the last day yes. you would raise us up. You raise us up. Yeah. Okay. So it was. You know, and it so was it, a it was a common belief. 
it was, yeah, it was, it was the hope. It was, it was rooted in the hope. In the hope. You know, and so if he's the Christ, he would raise us up in the last day. Yeah. But then he says, no, I am I am the resurrection. Resurrection and the life. And I am the life. I will not become the resurrection and the life. Like right now, <laughs> beholding me, I yeah. am that one. True. You know? Um, okay, so this so where the hope is found. So you, we get there in um, 12, verse 1. It says, and at that time, Michael shall stand up, the great prince who stands to watch over the sons of your people, and there shall be a time of trouble such as never was seen since there was a nation, even to that time. Another time your people shall be delivered, everyone who is found written in the book. And many of those who sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life, and some to shame and everlasting contempt. Said those who are wise will shall shine. Wise is in Jewish parlance, is those who fear the Lord. Yeah. You know, it's not, not those who are crafty, but those who fear Yahweh. It says, like the brightest of the firmament and those who turn many to righteousness, like the stars forever and ever. So, so you see what you now see in verse 9. So okay. God says in verse 9, the angel says to Daniel in verse 9, he said, Go your way, Daniel, for the words are closed up and sealed till the time of the end. end. Yeah. It said, Many shall be purified, made white and refined, but the wicked shall do wickedly. And none of the wicked shall understand, but the wise will understand. In 11, he says, and from the time that the daily sacrifice is taken away, he gave a date. Yeah. So in verse 12, he said, blessed is he who waits and comes to 130, 100, 335 days. Yeah. But you go your way till the end. He says, for you shall rest and you will rise to your inheritance at the end of the day. That's the Jewish hope. Yeah. Says, go, Daniel, you you die. Or go and rest. Yeah. In the time of the end, God will raise you up to your inheritance. That, so, so when we say, Oh, the Jews have no, no, this is the hope. This is yeah. this is as clear as, as the there's the time of the end. And so the time of the end was always the, the coming of the Lord. And so it's always the, the day of Yahweh. But you see that before the day of Yahweh, there's that tribulation before the day of Yahweh. Yeah. Or the day of great distress before the day of Yahweh. Yahweh. And so the end happens and some are reason to, to, to judgment, to death, and some are reason to life. But what we see as the criteria for this resurrection is, is that those who do good are reason rights to everlasting life. And those who do sh- bad, the unjust, rise to shame. And so yeah. even the Gentiles who did good and did bad, they, they would participate in that resurrection. Yeah. There's no nothing as though there's no that's why if you see Paul's message in Acts 17, so we're looking at Paul's message in Acts 17. Yeah. What was he, this, this is how he concluded his message in Acts 17. That's verse 30. But I might start from 20. 13 to 13. It says, Truly, these times of ignorance, God overlooked. But now he commands all men everywhere to yeah. repent, repent. Because he has appointed a day on which he would judge the world in righteousness by the man whom he has ordained. Since he has given assurance of this to all men by, by raising from, from the dead. dead. Yeah. And so what the resurrection of Christ is to all men is that that one that God has risen up must come back. Yeah. God is not just raising him up to go to heaven. <laughs> You don't need a body to go to heaven. I say this every time. If our hope is heaven, there's no need for the resurrection. You don't need a body to go to heaven. Spirits are there. Spirits are there. Yeah. 
people that have out-of-body experiences of the divine do not go there with their body yeah and so the very nature the very i think what is rooted in the testimony of the resurrection is that god has not lost his creation true and so god will make all things new that's the testimony in the resurrection that you, you see this death that is ravaging creation don't worry i would bring you back to this earth and i'll make all things new that's what the resurrection says because if you if heaven is the price and heaven is the promise yeah. if heaven is where god has called us to then abraham has received the promise david has received the promise yeah but that is not the promise that's not the promise because in you see that in hebrews 11 yeah. he says they have not received received it. yeah they've not received the promise and they without us cannot be made perfect because perfect. the promise is not that and so what did he tell daniel he said go and sleep guy in the time of the end i will raise you up and i will give you an inheritance now daniel is with jesus presently with jesus yeah he's among the great cloud of weaknesses and he has not received the inheritance you know you know for anything even the prophets have not received the inheritance it's amazing. Even Paul has not received inheritance. I told somebody, Paul even said it expressly, oh, expressly. You know that place we always quote, I have fought a good fight, right. I have kept yes, the faith, faith, I have finished my course. course. Now, with four. see what? Okay, now, we, now we say, can. Righteousness. Okay, read it, read it, read it. Okay. Now, I was just quoting it, just, just let me go Okay, quote it, quote it by heart. Quote it by heart, if you, if you, if you will. Let me let me see if you get it. <laughs> see now with me, crown of righteousness, which uh okay, we can know uh, a different translation <laughs> in my head. Okay. Verse seven says I have fought the good fight, I have finished the, the race, I've kept the faith. Henceforth there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award me to me on that day, and not only to me, but also to all who have loved his appearing so it's on his appearing not when i go to heaven yes not heaven yeah not heaven on that see, they did not mistake it how will you say that you're gonna sleep and you rise to your inheritance in the end i think paul did not understand what he was saying it's on that day let me show you let me show you one about the prophet so you, you see that in revelations 11 or so okay in Revelations 11, this is this is at the end of all the trumpets. Okay. So there was the seventh seals. Then the seventh seal had the seventh trumpet. So the seventh trumpet of the seventh seal is the last blow. Like the by the time the seventh angel sounded the seventh trumpet, it says the kingdoms of this world has become the kingdom of our God. That is the end, the end of the end. So that's in Revelations 11, verse the wrath of God has been ex- extinguished on the earth. It was done. And so see what you see in Revelation 11, verse 17. It says, The people, the elders and those who were around the throne began to worship God. And they said, We give you thanks, O Lord God Almighty, the one who is and who was and who is to come. He said, Because you have taken your great power and reigned. He said, The nations were angry and your anger has come. And the time of the dead that they should be judged and that you should reward your servants, the prophet and the saints. And those who fear your name, small and great, and should destroy those who destroy the earth. That's what God, that's, that's the end. 
And so you yeah. see what the end is. Yeah. He would time to judge the dead. <laughs> to reward your saint, your servants, the prophets and the saints, and those who fear your name small and great, and to judge those who destroyed yet. Why is God judging those who destroyed yet? Because the earth is still his will. Yeah. The earth is still his plan. plan. That's why the bodily resurrection is for the new earth. Yeah. And God, God did not say, I'll make all new things. He says, I'll make all things new. And so the, we who have given our life to Christ have come into, we are the beginning of the new creation. And so James calls us the first fruit of the kind of the new creation. Yeah. You know, a kind of first fruit. So, so for me, so we're just, we're just seeing the Jewish hope in the yeah. very broad sense. Broad sense, yeah. And so, and so the resurrection is the hope of the resurrection is tied to the fact that God has not lost the project that He began in Genesis. In Genesis, yeah. Because if God made a good work, because I go back to Genesis, yeah. And so, what you see in Genesis chapter one, we see in Genesis chapter one, is that this God, whom we do not know, we did, we could not, we cannot imagine, He just began from zero. Yeah. And he said in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And yeah. he, so we don't know who he is. He just begins to create. Yeah. And then somewhere on the sixth day, he, he feels this. In this, he's creating that nobody sent him work or nobody sent him a message. <laughs> As a matter of fact, the elders in heaven says, um, all things were made by him and for his pleasures pleasure. there and they were created. Created, yeah. And so he was exercising himself in his own will and in his own pleasure. pleasure Paul yeah. says the one who does all things according to the good pleasure of his own will. will. Yeah. But Paul was exercising himself for no reason. We don't know him. Nobody knows who he is. He's just yeah. doing. And out of his pleasure, our being comes into existence. We be. Yeah. We become. You know, so he creates this world that is teeming with life. Yeah. And among this life, he creates one life, which is a part of all this life, from the yeah. same dust that he made the other animals. And he said, Let's this one should be our image. Yeah. And the question then is, he in his goodness. Yeah. Made the heavens and, and the earth. earth. And then made this earth for his man. man. For these creatures. Do we think that this earth is a temporary thing? Absolutely not. True. How can he? Because what you see in Genesis is, is this being that is... All we know about this being is that what he says comes to pass. Yeah. And then he exercises himself making all these things. And then he comes out. And then it, it only lasts for maybe two days. Like, <laughs> the beauty of his will lasts for... Mm, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know how long... Adam, uh, for me, I believe Adam stumbled very very in the beginning. Seth. In the beginning, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what I always used to feel like, uh, they didn't really even eat, Seth. <laughs> they were still on the euphoria of the creation. Uh, when it came to eat, time to eat, they fell. <laughs> That's my take. It just starts. And, just and I have a good... They just start, it just fall. I, yeah. I have a good reason for believing that. One of the good reasons I have for believing that is because um, there's no way your children will be eating food in the house. Yeah. Like you tell your children, oh, that food is not for, it's for the night, don't eat that one. But you can eat every other thing in the house. There's no way your children will be eating. Maybe eating biscuit and caprison or something. And I'll ask your children, did daddy say you should not eat anything in the house? Yeah. The only reason I can ask your children that is if when I enter the house, they were not eating anything. Yeah. And so I can ask them, did daddy say you should not eat anything in the house? Yeah. And then the table is full of food, though. 
<laughs> and all of them are looking and they're not eating anything. Like I said, ah, did he say you should not eat anything? So I, I believe that that's, that's the reason why the devil could say, Has God said you should not eat of any tree in the garden? That's why I believe. Because if they were eating anything, then I question whether I'm superfluous. That been irrelevant, unnecessary. We don't that. Yeah. And so I do just believe it was almost in the very beginning of, of, of the stuff that everything went haywire. You know, and partly because they, they didn't know him. They did not know his image. They did not know his person. Is this, yeah. is this being shrouded in mystery? Um, your children will grow to love you. Yeah. But your children can go to certain primary schools where they will be told that their parents are dulling them. Yeah, true. It's the same way the environment can teach your children to hate you. Yeah. Yeah, that's what's happening in the US right now. Yeah, true. And so, these children you give birth to and you love and you're doing everything nice for them, as a matter of fact, you are working for them. You are working for them. Everything you are doing is for them. Everything. Everything. You know, every extra cash we enter, are them. Are them. <laughs> and what is that? When you now become very, very big and very rich, yeah, it is still for them. It's still for them. Because come up university and be saying, they need this. And you do it for them. You do it for them. Yeah, there's no point where you say, honey, Maybe we just go squander. <laughs> you have to have taken care of them first. Yeah, first. I mean, and yes, you have to take care of them first. And that squander, you will go squander. Boundaries day. You make sure you no cross. <laughs> <laughs> you make sure you no cross certain threshold. You get threshold for the squander. You see, squander burn yes, everything. Bro. Yes, no. May you not touch their PhD money. You won't do PhD. May you not touch that money. There's yeah. a friend of mine who's who's um. Whose brother is doing his PhD in US? Wow. He's married to Okay. The parents still they send that money from Nigeria. Wow. <laughs> the parents they work for Ado. So more no say they work for Lagos, they are multi-millionaires. No, 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 they no, Ado that they work for. They see they send the guy money for US. They do PhD. For that thing, we just say ah, what's in him and the wife don't gather. No, you know which father will send money. Wow, he's doing his PhD. That's not irresponsible. It's not like an irresponsible person. Yeah, but you don't burn him. You don't burn him. <laughs> you know, you would think of your child to the end, and to that's why end. God will say, "God says I carried you from the womb, and even till your hairs are grey, I would carry you." That's um, Isaiah forty-six. Yeah, and so, but 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 what the point I'm trying to make is somewhere in the middle, your children can be turned. They can turn your children against you. True. I've heard. People say oh, I hate my father. I've heard people say I hate my mother. Mother, true. No, I I heard the body say me say I love my parents so much. I will take care of them when they are very old. I love the Zekovian guy. Say I love my parents so much, and it was sounding different. <laughs> it should be the norm that we love our parents so parents, much. Yeah, yeah, but it's not the norm. Some of it's odd to find someone that loves their parents so much. You know, and um, and so I understand how influence. Can is that the instructions of my father or the instructions of my mother by influence can yeah. make me perceive that they are trying to stop me from enjoying myself? Yeah, when in fact they don't want me to carry raise a child when I'm 14. Because <laughs> the problem with it is if I give that girl belly at 14, I then go still raise the picking. Yes, no, that's what happens for every that's what happens for every. Um, teenage pregnancy, you know, it's the parents that raise the child. There are so many people that I have. There are so many people that I have seen now. I, I, start, I now start hearing that uh, 
this particular daughter is the first daughter's uh, child. I'll be like, eh. Because the way everything has blended, you think everybody was born from. This one, our last born. This, this one, our last born. born. Don't say now, na, na first born or the first born. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, 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 so, and, so, and so everything the parents were telling you to, our parents were telling us to avoid, were things that if we entered into, yeah. they're the ones that will still have to clean up. Their is, yeah, they will still clean up. The so it was not, it was not for, it was not for, uh, we're not telling you to avoid it because they didn't want you to bear the consequences. They knew that they weren't going to bear the consequences. At the end of the day, do you understand? And so they were literally begging us not to add work for not them. That's <laughs> <laughs> why we're working off. You, we're working your off. existence yes, is enough work. Yes, now you know. Imagine projecting that man when I'm 17, my children are all fine doing doing well. Because yeah, because when you are when you are 70, your children will be I think in their 40s, 30s, I mean. Yeah, they're they're 30s, they're in their 30s. Yeah. They're in their 30s. Yeah. No, they'll be, they, they'll, they'll be late. They never would now. That's in They'll be their late thirties, actually. Aha, late thirties. Late thirties, yeah. I'm saying you're seeing your, when you're sixty. When I'm sixty, late twenties. Yeah, they'll be in their late twenties when I'm sixty. Yeah. Ah. What do you mean? What do you mean twenty? <laughs> what do you mean twenty? <laughs> way, what is it? They figure out life. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and so everything they begged us to not do. Yeah. Was coming from a place of love. Yeah. Because somewhere, somehow, yeah. whatever we will be do, we will become another, we will create another work for them that was not in the pipeline. Yeah. That's not a part of their will. True. And so in that sense, God was saying, the day you eat of this, you will surely die. He didn't say, I will kill you. He says, you will die. You die. And I will be it. Yeah, I will be it. Like, this is me that made you. With that, then you would surely die, and I would bear this. And so, whatever you would create, I would carry it, you know. So, this is the first time we saw God, He made His man, and then He blessed His man. Blessed His man, yeah. And what was the blessing that we had? We had be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth, and subdue. That was the first time we ever heard the word. And, and so, the truth about it is, a lot of times, here, be fruitful, replenish. Be fruitful, multiply. We always imagine this was in a world where we would die. No, this this was in a world where you would never die. You never die. True. <laughs> so there was no end to the fruitfulness. There was no end to the multiplication. There was no end to the replenishing. replenishing. And there was no end to the keeping in under your will. No end. No end. So just imagine a society where you are multiplying and living forever. You are being fruitful and it is forever it's forever like it's an eternal fruitfulness and yeah. so when people, when people are talking about, and then you're bringing everything under your will and it's forever like it's not two days it's not oh, when i'm 80 to be done it's not not for a short life and so people always make it look as though um, in heaven there'll be in the new creation there'll be no work no there was work, work in the kingdom in the kingdom prepared from before the foundation of the earth there was work and the work was an everlasting work. It was a beautiful one. It was a work of it was work that was operating under the blessing. It was a fruitfulness. There was a multiplication. There was a replenishing. It was all in it. It was this thing that was contained in life. Yeah. Yeah, man, it's amazing. It's amazing. Until we, because so, we're, we're, we're coming to see who this Jesus is, right? So I think yeah. we we'll just we we'll just push on. Yeah. And that's where we end on this episode of Plainly Speaking. Um, we're in the part three of. Um, this series we just begun, which is Who Do You Say I Am? Who Jesus Is. Um, in this episode, we talked about the hope of the Jews. And the hope of the Jews was 
um, the resurrection and they expected this at the end of the world. And that's why they were fuzzy in their, uh, in their belief of Jesus Christ being the Messiah. But this is what he fulfilled. Um, they didn't see a Messiah dying. But you can't have a resurrection if there's no death. And this is what Jesus Christ fulfilled. And we go into the next episode and we go into more detail discussing what happened at the fall, the seed, and the promise of the Messiah that we see in that if we're reading it from the worldview of the Jews that read it. Trust the series has been good for you. Remember, if you have questions, send them to plainlyspeaking22 at gmail.com. I take that again, plainlyspeaking22 at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. God bless you. Every time I think of you, and I think of you often, I thank God for your lives of free and open access to God, given by Jesus. There's no end to what has happened in you. It's beyond speech, beyond knowledge. The evidence of Christ has been clearly verified in your lives. Just think. You don't need a thing. You have got it all. All God's gifts are right in front of you as you await expectantly for our master Jesus to arrive on the scene for the finale. And not only that, but God himself is right alongside to keep you steady and on track until things are all wrapped up by Jesus. God, who got you started, in this spiritual adventure shares with us the life of his son and our master Jesus he will never give up on you never forget that